Yeah, it's so good. It's so bad that it's good. That is the wrong answer, actually. <laughs> it's just a wild romp. I am feeling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah! All of them! What are you talking yourself into? I'm trying to talk myself into that. This is what this podcast is for. We're also trying to talk you into it. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This episode is First We Feast. My name is Jimmy, and on New Year's Eve, the first time I ever got drunk, I climbed a tree and smoked a cigarette. I don't remember doing either of them. My name is Dan, and since I don't drink, I used to celebrate the excesses of each New Year by having a meat fest with Jeff. Oh, yeah. Where we would buy as many different varieties and as much quantity of meat as possible and cook it and eat it throughout the evening. My name is Jeff, and at my wedding, instead of champagne, I toasted with Fox and Park white birch. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's good. Thematic. Yours is drinking, and mine and Dan's are <laughs> abstaining from it. Yeah. But meat fest, yeah, dude, that was like... A thing. We we went all out, too. Like, we made lamb lollipops. We got high-quality meat. Oh, yeah, duck uh, breasts, pork belly. Duck breasts. Mm. Venison yes. loin roasts. One time we made rabbit gel crazy, and that was after midnight already happened. That was rabbit gel crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I caught Jeff mid-cough. <laughs> you caught me mid-cough, and my body was weak, and I also pushed out gas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. These weren't parties either, by the way. This was just me, just, 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 just us. And just, we would cook things in a specific order so that the fat lingered in the pan. Yes, we did. And we anticipated that, like, if people did come over, like, what they're allowed to eat. Like, we had tomahawk steaks, like, huge ones. Yeah. Venison, <laughs> lamb, re- every single meat that we could think of. And we would plan Except it out, for like, the boring ones. Like, we never cooked chicken. No, who... Who's who cooks chicken? <laughs> Losers. You know, I like dumb, dumb dodo birds. <laughs> Jimmy's having chicken fest for New Year's this year. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. It was a good time. Meat fest. I miss those. So, Jim, if you don't remember climbing a tree and smoking cigarettes, how do you know you did it? Did it actually happen? <laughs> There's a picture of me climbing the tree house with well, a cigarette no. hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> no. Well, it's funny because you guys don't know because you've never been drunk, but being drunk is basically like. Um, all of a sudden you're realizing something's happening. Like you're basically like in and out of consciousness, especially like when you're, oh, you're really browning dead. out. Yeah. Kind of. Um, I just had a brown out. Yeah. <laughs> so one of them was like me, which is a cigarette in between my fingers. I'm like, I guess I'm here. So it was gross. So um, funny. Cause one of the things I know about our family is that when your mom gets drunk, she always wants to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. It's That's only happened twice. Thing, I've, yeah. I've it heard is. A lot of people say that. Um, it's only happened twice and it's gross. Um, but then the other time I was just hanging from a tree and I was like, well, I'm here now. I wish I had a picture of you climbing a tree with a cigarette in your mouth because I feel like that might just be a picture of your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send the picture of uh, of me climbing the tree. It'll be on the Patreon or not the Patreon on Twitter. Put it on um, the Patreon too. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Pay for it. Pay for it. Um, but yeah, that was that was a fun night. Wow. The end of a decade, everybody. Yeah, I know. It's 2020. Isn't that crazy? It's the roaring 20s. So speaking of Patreon, you guys should join our Patreon. It's true. Because we're going to have a lot of cool stuff up there in 2020. 
patreon.com slash talk me into there's cool stuff up there now but exactly. it's just gonna get cooler yeah it's gonna it's just gonna age like fine wine or meat <laughs> i mean aged meat is a good thing it, it is for a certain amount of time you know <laughs> you don't want to age it too much well you don't want to have spoiled meat you want to have no, aged aged meat, meat. dry aged jerk or wet aged i mean it's a thing damp aged no not damp moist aged oh, mm. oh boy we just lost half moist. our listeners Damn, this grocery. <laughs>every week on talk me into we have a topic that we we try to talk each other into but there's some smaller things that you're not gonna make a whole episode about you know like i'm not gonna try to talk you guys into arby's i barely talked myself into that you know that was a terrible experience we knew that was bad for you it was bad uh follow up to the arby's thing i had arby's one time since we recorded almost threw up cut my break 15 minutes short to run to the bathroom (laughs) so no more arby's but this week and it's actually been going on for a while. We just record in weird ways. I've been talking myself into umbrellas. <laughs> Why was that not part of that's your right? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> because you gotta keep yourself dry, am I right? I no, mean, but- that's debatable. I'd love to hear like 2007 <laughs> Jeff debate umbrellas with 2019 <laughs> Jeff. So that's the thing. So me and um, Jeff had an argument about this already. It's a sore subject. My life has changed a lot since I got my new job. I had to tie a tie. I had an iron. You had to try to tie a bow tie. Yeah. So many different things are happening in my life. And one thing is I have to park far away from the door. And when it rains, you are going to get soaked. So I was like, hey, I have this umbrella that somebody left on a train that I took when they left. And now it's my umbrella and it's a real nice umbrella. So I use it when it rains from work. I use it to walk in, keeps my dress clothes nice and not wet, <laughs> and my hair dry. And Dan and I went to a Diwali brunch yeah. in uh, New Haven, and mm. we had a park kind of far away, and it was pouring. And I was like, yo, I got this umbrella. You want to get under here with me? Stay a little And dry. I was like, no, because 15 years ago, this guy named Jeff Edwards <laughs> told me that all <laughs> umbrellas are for bojos. <laughs> I used, I, to carry, I used to carry an umbrella and he belittled me and talked me out of umbrellas. He's like, umbrellas are for old ladies. Just wear a hat and a hoodie like a freaking adult man. So that's, that's what, what I, I do. Even when I would take the bus for like a couple of years, I would just get rained on. And now all of a sudden this bougie dude has an umbrella and he's like, why are you using an umbrella? And I'm like, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> but like they're still not optimal right like when no, when it's pouring not. rain your pants soaking wet there's no way to stop that your shoulders still get wet but i hold it right i like touch the top of my head <laughs> on an umbrella. umbrella hat those are really cool i should actually <laughs> well no because you just got to keep your shoulders and your head dry that's all it does yeah they don't do much but umbrellas be a bougie get umbrella jimmy what are you talking yourself into <laughs> yo side update for for people who are really into this podcast, I found someone to teach you how to tie a bow tie. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm excited because I've talked to several people and they're like, oh, bow ties, no, they're too hard. Shout out to Ben, our barber. He's ready to give you a lesson. That's who I talked to. He's like, they're really hard with a tiny loop and he didn't, <laughs> yeah, he didn't but he's, offer me. He offered you to offer me. Yeah, because he's like, I'm really upset that you told Jeff to wear a clip-on bow tie. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like... Part of the uh, the appeal of a bow tie is that it's imperfect, and you might yeah. have like a little lopsided knot. He told or me that too. Well, and I'm like, oh, you know how to tie a bow tie? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you should teach Jeff. He's like, I will. 
Oh, next time I get a haircut. I just got one, so it'll bring be- a bow tie. <laughs> tie this for me, Ben. Also, please film, please film that for the Patreon. That'll be pretty good. Yo, Patreon, we should get talk me into umbrellas, right? No. Teal umbrellas with a little talk me into around around it. Sure, the logo. It's a round logo. Just saying, Jimmy, what are you talking yourself into? So this week, I have been trying to talk myself into Red Dead Redemption Online. <gasps> Wait, hold on. Are you a cowboy or are you a bad cowboy? I'm a good cowboy. Oh. Yeah. So what's the difference between online and just regular? Because you made it a point to say online. So there, So the story mission is amazing. It's it's one of the best story so stories heard- based on uh, for a video game, basically. Um, so online is completely different missions, and you're playing with other people, uh, which is great because I can form a posse with my friends. <laughs> my posse has reached peak badness this weekend. <laughs> I don't know what that's referencing, but we're we're just I'm a I'm a bad cowboy. We're okay. just quoting Howard Stern drops. I figured, um, but yeah. So now I have a posse uh, with my buddy Cooper, uh, the the bro that I kissed, and uh, a couple of other <laughs> nice. of our friends. Um, it's like Brokeback Mountain. Um, oh wow! Yeah, nice. thematic. Um, so I'm trying to play this on my PC because it, a PC port just came out, and that's uh, that's why his his friends also have this now because they didn't get it for and PS4. PC is short for Pringles can. Yes, Pringles okay. can. Yes, <laughs> we were playing it on a Pringles can. Yes. Um, so we're playing it on PC, but the problem with playing games on PC is that it's sort of hard to get the settings correct so it's running on your machine correctly and it runs smoothly and stuff so it's been kind of a problem trying to get it to run smoothly because they've been having a lot of problems and dan is just walking over there doing other things and it's distracting me but it's fine um so i'm trying to talk myself into it because i've been having problems with it but hopefully i can get those issues ironed out and have a fun time playing uh playing some red you're gonna have a fun time yeah I walked like two feet away. It's fine. It really is fine. It distracted me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Dan. I have to reset my Wi-Fi. Well, <laughs> sorry. I got a text message. Dan, what are you talking yourself into? Resetting my Wi-Fi. Great. <laughs> uh, you did it successfully. No, I've been talking myself into cutting the cord. Oh, yeah, I feel like I we had this conversation a lot with you. There's a lot of back and forths with you and television. Yeah, uh, you know, I've been on the fence for a while now with my television situation. Um, I don't think I've talked about it on the pod, but I have officially ended my relationship with DirecTV. Yeah, take that, Direct <laughs> Television. I mean, us. you're right, though. Going back to our first episode, I was talking about Barefoot Contessa and watching crappy <laughs> cable shows as I fall asleep. Yeah, and then you're like, I'm not watching reality shows. Now I am, and I'm not watching this, and now I'm watching yeah. all this, and this is in the background. It's because I'm fighting... I'm fighting like to I'm fighting to to watch better stuff. But my my nature is to watch bad stuff. But it's so easy to watch good stuff now. Like 10 years ago, sometimes you had to search for good stuff. You had to buy a Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, that's why I did this. You had to download it. You had to do all this other stuff. That's why I did this. Now it's easy. Because it's been easy for 10 years. Let me speak. Never. Because I had all the options laid out before me. I had all the great television. But it was easier still to just flip on the TV and just watch whatever crap was on cable. And I decided I got to get rid of that crutch. I'm paying yeah, for no too point. much stuff and I'm watching crap that I don't care about and missing out on stuff that I do want to see. So when it got to the point where just like 
I just I just had enough. When Disney Plus came out, I'm like, here's another thing that I'm going to pay for that I really want to see stuff on. I ended up not but, having but to pay for it. But even if you just want like something on in the background, put on a nature documentary. Yeah. Like even Disney Plus. Or if you're not National so bougie as Jeff is, Mr. Umbrella, you could put on like um the Gargoyles cartoon show. Yeah, you know you what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. So so that's Are you what I did. That's not good, Dan. What? The Gargoyles TV show. No, it's yeah, really, only only it's good, white trash it's... losers watch Gargoyles. Uh I'm watching Gargoyles. I watched it when it was originally on TV. Yeah. So did I. <laughs> um no, but it's like so. that's I know like, with Disney Plus I started the the Spider Man nineties TV show. Based on my recommendation or coincidence? Coincidence, but it's bad. Whatever, Jim. It's not bad. It's it's nostalgic. Yeah, it's it's, it is it's what good. It is. I, I remember watching it as a kid, but nowadays you'll learn things from it, like the name Mac Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing. It is. Um. So yeah, I cut the cord. So far, so good. I'm like three days out. I'm, I'm <laughs> three days out. I mean, you're not gonna miss it. No, I don't think so. It's I'm uh so dumb. I'm I'm catching back up on Queer Eye, which is a uh, show related. No, I'm finally finishing the last season. And oh, you haven't finished that? No, oh, and girl. I haven't watched the Japanese is- Japan episodes it's, yet either. It's good. Jeff came to me with a topic called First We Feast, which is something that I had some exposure to. I wasn't a huge huge fan of it, but. Something that I knew of because there's a show on this YouTube series called Hot Ones, which yes. is an interview TV show. Well, they eat hot wings. I've seen it. You've seen it? Yep. Okay. I didn't know that. I've seen Hot Ones, like one episode. Okay. Uh, so this is a, um, a YouTube channel, right? YouTube men. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy, you are doing such a phenomenal job. Yeah, I'm really excited to you watch what, this Jim? YouTube channel thing with the videos. You are a great producer, but a speaker? <laughs> oh, I'm on the fence. <laughs> Not sure. I agree. English is a second language, Jeff. Lay off. <laughs> Elite is his first. No, he learned ColecoVision. <laughs> okay. Jeff, you can probably... Uh, because you're the one who came to me with yeah so i just i had an idea because i was watching um an episode of hot ones with paul rudd and it was very very funny and i was like we should do a talk me into about this because i I watched a few like i mean there was a weird al episode that's not going to be on the playlist actually I'm, i'm skipping that but there and then i watched some other interviews with people who i didn't know i would enjoy and i was like this is actually pretty good so hot ones is part of this thing yeah so first we feast is like the channel and then they have shows. So Hot Ones is one. They have the Burger Show. And then there's like some other little ones that I don't really watch. So this is mostly just I still have a hot hard time ones. with this. I don't what, understand what's so hard YouTube. About I don't understand YouTube. Like I How had the same hard? problem with Game Grumps. I, I'm like, I, I just think of it as one thing. Okay, so. so it's like NBC. So, there's, so there's multiple shows. I get there's, it the, now. there's the Disney Channel, right? The Disney, Disney Channel Rebels? has shows. <laughs> they have Hannah Montana and they have even Stevens. Okay? They have both of those? Both of them. They Why aren't I watching more Disney Channel? <laughs> <laughs> so it's First We Feast. And then underneath that, they have Hot Ones. And then like there's other Hot Ones spinoffs um, in the Burger Show. So in the Burger Show, Do actually, they have a show called First We Feast. First, no, they no. have. That's the channel. I don't. It's what is so confusing. hard about this? <laughs> Literally the most simple concept. Well, Game not, Grumps was the channel and the the videos yeah because okay but not everybody does it that way uh-huh. but red letter media would red letter media had the different ones one too. too yeah they had the different topics so the burger show i just watch because it's great 
and yeah. there's some I've actually really... never seen the burger show. Oh, but... so Jimmy, you're going to be talking. This is mm-hmm. a good episode. Um, and they just started like a, an Asian food one like a couple weeks ago. So mm-hmm. I'll throw a couple of those on there. But it's um, so Hot Ones isn't really like it's kind of like, you know, when MTV started like putting out shows that had nothing to do with music, but they'd like put a soundtrack on and like yeah. it's music related. That's kind of like Hot Ones. Right. So the point is you're really interviewing the person and like the chicken and the food is like. You're not talking about the quality of the chicken. Well, maybe Gordon Ramsay is. No, but it's but, about the way it affects them. Yeah, so like that's that's a part of it, and like that's funny. So it is. It, it's not the focus though. The focus is mm-hmm. just having an interview with these people. I also like the name Hot Ones because it makes me think of the song "Smooth" by Rob Thomas by <laughs> Santana featuring. Man, Rob it's Thomas. a hot one. Yeah, is that the theme song? It should be. Yeah, they're messing up. I um, mean, you know, there's and like there's some vegans on there who have like tofu or they'll have cauliflower. Mm-hmm. So it's not even about the food. It's about the heat level, how they react to it. But there are actually some good conversations there. But the burger show, though, that's about burgers. And that is awesome. <laughs> they travel around. They go to different burger places. They have like different techniques. Um, have gonna- they gone to Louis Lunch? Yes. Ooh. I was going to ask that. And they, they have a whole Connecticut episode, which we're going to put on there. I because, like that. Yeah, boy. Yeah, baby. Um, and uh, they're well-produced videos. They are. They're yeah. funny. They're entertaining. They're not just about, like, they're not just about cooking. They're not just about, like, stunt burgers, as they call them. Like, let's make these crazy burgers. They're about, like, yeah. let's make a burger with three ingredients and see so how So it's it like a out. lifestyle channel. Yeah. It's but like it, goop. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's li- lifestyle brand. Oh, Wait, boy. is that a very in- different place in our lives? <laughs> and I know what Goop is, and I don't know what YouTube is. <laughs> is that her initials? It's like Gwyneth Olivia Ollivander. I don't Paltrow? know. It's just called Goop. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's a YouTube channel. We like those. It's a good topic. Jimmy, do you have anything else to add? Uh, nothing really. I I, I really like Hot Ones. I think they um. They they kind of feature some people that you've never really seen interviews with. I really like the Alton Brown one. I think we're going to put that on there. Yeah, let's do that. I've never seen him um, being interviewed before, so I thought that was kind of cool. So I threw you for a loop when I said I've seen hot ones, huh? Because that's when you started stammering and stuttering. Yeah, because I, I thought you had no exposure to it. I just saw one episode. I can't even remember who it was. Oh, it wasn't even a real episode. That guy went on The Tonight Show and did oh, a hot ones yeah. with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> you are a grandfather. <laughs> you know what goop grandmother. You know what goop is, and you've seen the hot ones guy on I'm the Jimmy Tonight Fallon. Show. That's, That's how you do Rhett and Link yeah. too. <laughs> Apparently, Jimmy Fallon has the same level of YouTube exposure as I do. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna. There's a playlist in the show notes. I'm excited. Um, I like food things. I like yeah, Brother Green Eats. You're gonna. This is gonna be easy. You're gonna like this. If you don't, then I, I'm a absolute lunatic. But, and now that I don't have Food Network anymore, mm, I might be turning to the YouTubes for my food shows. <laughs> There's a lot of very good <laughs> food shows on there. I'm gonna throw a Maddie Matheson episode in there. You're a big fan of him. Oh, I do like Maddie yeah. Matheson. He was on a, a Burger Show episode. It's good stuff. Why did they cancel at supper time? I don't know, but now oh. he has his own YouTube channel. Dan, you go check it out. It's oh. very good. It's Place like is having problems. It's like. It's like it's supper time, but without the swears bleeped out oh. and like less rules. It's just him going off <laughs> on tangents and screaming. It's phenomenal. Am I going to have to like YouTube? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know why it's like this foreign it's thing. It's confusing. To you. It's so easy and accessible and it's better than cable. It's like one of my well, what fine- channel is NBC on YouTube? Bye. OK, fellas. 
this past couple weeks, you guys asked me to watch some YouTubes. Yep. A series or a channel called First We Feast. <laughs> Correct. And how difficult was it for you, Dan? What do you have to watch it on? Your phone, your your TV? A mix. <laughs> I did a mix too. I wanted to watch it on a TV, but I had already seen most of these and you can't do double speed on my TV. So I watched a lot of it on my phone. I watched it on my phone during my lunch break a couple times and then I watched some of it on my TV at home. It was okay. Too many commercials. Oh, I'm on that YouTube premium game. Full life. I knew he was going to say it. I knew you were going to bring up the commercial thing because that is not an argument we should be having on Talk Me Into. It's not about commercials or how you watch it. It's about the content we provide. It's true. Okay. Fellas. First episode was The Burger Show. Yes. It is the Connecticut episode. I loved it. Yes. I knew you <laughs> I would. I knew you would. I wanted to lure you in. So I know and have been to two out of three, the so three places. Yeah. I've I, only been to Louie's. Oh, you've never been to Ted's? No, I want to go there now, though. It is Poopums. It's bad. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Let's let's just let's just we'll get there. Okay. Up. So the first thing I want to say is, going into this, I don't know anything about the YouTube channel. Okay. I don't know who any of the hosts are or anything. Right. Neither do I. So I didn't know which of these guys was associated with the show or both of them. The guy with the big mutton chops, who's like the burger expert. Yeah. I've seen him on like the travel channel or something yeah talking he's, about burgers. he's like a, a burger so historian yeah right? that's like so his he, deal he, he like writes books and shit like that yeah so they go to louis lunch first i believe yeah he did and um and the host is alvin i don't remember his last name yeah simon theodore um <laughs> with the hyphen in between <laughs> that was good thank you i'll give you that um, so before we go there, there was another episode I didn't add on here where he makes. Uh, so first, burger. you want to talk about the episode that I didn't watch? No, I'm just saying George, <laughs> they had an episode where George taught Alvin how to make these burgers the at burger. his house. Oh, yeah. and that's what they were referencing, right? That's what they reference when we get there. So Dan, Louis Lunch. Yeah, I thought this was some nice coverage. I've seen a lot of stuff on Louis Lunch. Yep, it's obviously an institution um, that does not get enough coverage, inter- like nationally. I feel like people don't realize that the hamburger was connected was created in Connecticut. Right, and it's the longest continually operated burger joint. It is it is um the National Archives like acknowledge that it is the yep. first burger in yeah. America. And people are like, "No, we had the first burger." But like, I'm sure people made them before. Yeah. Like Louis Lunch had the first This is the first documented. Yeah, they had like a the license or whatever. Yeah, they're like a the proprietary uh-huh. burger. So they they show that they talk to Jeff Lassen who we know He's, yep, he's the fourth generation owner, and uh, yeah, he's always in there. They did a nice little. It's just a little, little quick pickup of Louis' lunch and what the burgers are like. And I thought it was one of the better ones I've seen, like out of like any Food Network show or or Travel Channel show. Mm. I yeah, thought it, it kind of gives it, it's it's real and it kind of gives the vibe of Louis more than the other ones do. Yeah. yeah, so we've all been to Louis, and for people who haven't, it's tiny. If for you've, people if that you've seen know. this episode, we'll just go further into it. The burgers are very simple. Like they said, toast, burger, onion, tomato, cheese. Those are your only options. It's all about the quality of the beef. Right. Freshly ground. It's like a steak ground. I made a good burger yesterday. It was real good. Come on, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, they're using using, um, vertical ovens from 1898. Yep. Real char, like frame, flame broiled. Yep. The place is super tiny, super popular. Um, at one point, I was a regular there, and it warmed my little heart <laughs> that uh, I would get off the bus going home. And they'd go, hey, Jeff. Yeah, well, I mean, we'd, we'd stop at the Green in New Haven, and then it would wait until like 6.15 or something. So depending on when they got there, I had like a half hour to kill. I'd get off the bus, get a transfer ticket, 
walk to Louis Lunch, sit down, get a burger because nobody's there at like five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. It's a late walk night to place. another bus stop and head home. So I did that for months <laughs> and like it was it was just great. I fucking love that place. And um no, but it's the the vibe is good there and they're open super late. Yeah, like three or four, right? Yeah. And also I feel like you could use Louis Lunch as a way to judge the content of people's character. Yes. You so can. if I they go in there and they bitch and complain, it's on bread. It's not on a bun. You can't get ketchup. What if I want lettuce? What if I want pickles? Take it home. Then you know they're not a good person. No, but they're <laughs> also not. Um, so, yeah, their big thing is like they don't have condiments. Yeah. Right. They don't want you can't ask for it. They're not going to give it to you. They don't have. They want you to experience the burger. As right. It was intended. It seems restrictive. But if you think about it, their argument is you can go anywhere and get a burger exactly how you want. <laughs> exactly. Yep. If you want to experience it, the Louis lunch way, you get it the way they make it. So we went there one time with our friend Adam, who I feel like we talk about a lot on the show. You do. <laughs> yeah. He's your boyfriend. Oh, uh, <laughs> you found <laughs> out. And he brought ketchup packets in there. Oh, and no. we were eating and the place is very small. And when you're done you put your garbage on the counter and they throw it out for you so he ate the burger and he's like oh it added a little bit blah, blah. i'm like you are a monster and i am ashamed to be here with you <laughs> they didn't kick him out as we were walking out the door the so the guy jeff in the video he's usually there with this other guy who's part of the family and th- those two are a riot and yeah they're funny as i walk out first and adam walks up behind me he screams at Adam like he just killed a child. Oh, by the way, you should mention that part of the process is you return your garbage to I, them. I did say yeah. that, yes. Said you leave it on the counter. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes. So he was throwing the garbage. So he away. noticed so saw the in Adam's packets. garbage. Yeah. Uh, and that was very funny. And another time. What I, did he scream? I forgot, but I was already out. But Probably I just a string heard, of profanities. Heard, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. These guys are so funny. And they're like there all night. And there's a lot of like drunk people that come in from bars. And people, oh, there's a lot of tourists too. So they ask questions. And I'm sure they hear the same questions like, oh, how did you start? Ba, 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 ba. And like, this is just a joint that's been in this guy's family. So every time I've heard that, they give people a different story. <laughs> they're like, oh, we were working at the zoo together as janitors. Yeah. And like, they just make stuff up. Yeah. And they're, it's, it's very funny. Um, yeah, we're talking a lot about Louis Lunch. Louis Lunch is great. I have more Louis Lunch stories if you like. That's to hear. okay. This okay. isn't a Louis Lunch okay, episode. Fellas. We could do one of those, but um, we should. So then they go to Ted Steam Cheeseburger in Meriden, which I think is a great thing they did because it is a regional burger. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is a burger that is doo doo. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not good, and I don't know why it's popular. Maybe just because it's unique yeah i'm glad it was covered but i wish it had been covered as an oddity and like a sideshow like oh there's this weird thing that happens in central connecticut where people eat these gross wet burgers (laughs) um but yeah i didn't like it i don't think their coverage of this was as strong as some of the other coverage of ted's that i've seen right like there's a thing about ted's where um they have like cheese custom made for them yeah. And it's so secretive that they actually like destroy all the packaging. Like they bring the packaging home. With oh, them. Really? So the, the cheese, the melted cheese is actually good. Yeah. That's the only good part. And of the you sandwich. can order it on just the bun, which uh-huh. I've never done. But steam cheese. It's funny because I drive by that like almost pretty much every day. And I'm, I never even think to go there because when you steam the burger, like, yeah, it's different than getting cooked, but it's it's like well done flavorless meat. And it's wet. It yeah. sits in its own juice. But not not juicy, like not delicious juice. Like when you get a medium rare burger, it's just this damp, soggy. Yeah. Burger. Imagine. And it's not even like high quality toppings that they put on it. You can get a bunch of toppings. It's not like Louis Lunch. You can yeah. get whatever the hell you want on yeah. there. Um, 
but like yeah the the trend the it's just a gimmick and jim you've never been there no i've never been there and ted's is it's the worth famous trying one. ted's is the famous one there's like other steam burger <clears throat> yeah, places two or three more around meriden yeah i i took my wife there she liked the cheese <laughs> it is good it's like a very gooey melty cheese i might go there just to try it but um yeah and then the third place i forget the name of it um but it's i haven't Shady been Glenn. To yeah i've seen that on a few different me too uh, food shows but i haven't too. been yet we should do that <laughs> i don't think that i i have a feeling it's going to be a lot like ted's i think it's very gimmicky i haven't had oh, it. the cheese thing yeah, yeah the cheese crown but i'm sure the burger is better than ted's because yeah because it's they, a traditional like diner style yeah. flat top burger which is usually pretty good like yeah any burger you get at a greasy spoon place like that is going to be decent and then they do that cheese curtain thing where they just melt a ton of extra crappy american cheese and it gets like crispy and they curl it up and stuff yeah i'm down to try that and i thought they did a good job covering it even though it was a little strange that um I don't know. Aside from Louis, where you really can't help but talk to the owner because Jeff's just always there doing the cooking, mm -hmm. they didn't really didn't really involve like the higher up people. Of I don't either think of those there's much of a places. story. That's why I'm thinking like when you go to Louis, it's like a thing, right? It, it's it is touristy because people want to experience the first burger, but it is also a very good burger and like their potato salad. Oh my god, don't even get mm. started, Jimmy. Their potato salad. Yeah, but. Like Ted's has a good story. I've seen other Food Network shows that interviewed but, the owner of Ted's and he talks all about the cheese, how they're not even able to throw it out because he caught people going through their garbage uh, to find out about the cheese. And they do they do have that the oven that they cook it in is like theirs. Yeah, like they, they built they that. designed that. And then when the they go to the shady Glen place, the owner delivers their food, but they literally say nothing to it. That's why I'm saying I think it's just a gimmick and I don't think there's any there's probably no story there. I'm sure that dude could tell you like, oh, you know, in the 1950s, they started adding more and more cheese and they noticed. Wasn't there a guy that the somebody asked them, like, what's the story of this? And they're like, mm. no, that was Ted's. They're like, oh, we don't Ted's, know why people right. started steaming them. Yeah. Anyway, so I just didn't think like the coverage was that great. I thought they it almost seemed like they didn't like when you when Food Network rolls in there, they probably like shut the restaurant down, yeah. interview everyone. I mean, this is a YouTube series. They probably just showed up and started filming. But My guess is that they either did shoot like interviews with the owner and stuff, and they just weren't good enough well, to. Well, air George them Moats or... actually like knows these people too because it's his profession. Yeah. Like even in Louis Lunch, he calls out to Jeff, and then like they're they're friendly with each other. They know yeah. each other. I mean, George yeah, he makes from a New comment about and George he's from New York, so it's not a far drive to go to Louis or any of these places. But anyways, I want to move on because we got a lot of videos to get through. But yeah, I, re I really burgers. did like this. It was fun. I'm glad you put it up top. The Connecticut places. It was and do you guys heartwarming. have a favorite burger you've ever had? Ugh. Favorite burger in general? It, it's it like the best be burger. You've ever, yeah. Mine is definitely Louis. Yeah, I think we're. How do you guys, how that. do you guys get yours? Uh, I don't get tomato. I also don't get tomato, but I, I get, get extra cheese. Oh, dude. Oh, that's a good idea. I never I get, thought about that. I'm always afraid they're going to berate me and throw me out whenever I order something there. No, I get the works extra cheese. Sometimes I get it rare and it is. Yeah, it's the beef is I'm a medium rare guy, but yeah. ooh. it's weird that sometimes they want you to order it works. No tomato. And sometimes they want you to order it cheese onion. They mm. don't care. Depending on who takes your order. Eh, it doesn't matter. Um, But anyways, yeah. So uh, I kind of structured his playlist to go back and forth between the burgers and the hot ones so yeah, we don't yeah. get like bored watching the same thing. Jeff made this playlist and he did a really good job too, Thanks. I think. Thanks, Jim. You're welcome. It took me like f four minutes. So the <laughs> second, second video we have is the Aubrey Plaza hot ones. Right. So Dan, why don't you introduce like what the, the format of hot ones is? So I kind of knew the format because I've seen the host go on the Tonight Show and do the hot one segment right. with you Jimmy Fallon. That. Sean Evans. Yeah. So he basically 
uh, interviews celebrities, and while he's interviewing them, they per- they eat wings that progressively get hotter and hotter. Yeah. Each one has a different sauce on it, and they work their way down this paddle until they get to the last dab, which is the spiciest one, and they mm-hmm. put a little extra on there, blah, blah, blah. And it's funny to see them answer questions as they get overwhelmed by spice. Yeah. And I picked the Aubrey Plaza one because I've seen maybe 20 of these episodes, mm-hmm. and she is the most overreacting one of them all. Well, she seems very straight-faced for, like, the first half to, right. like, three quarters. Right, and then it gets, then it gets and she gets crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, she just loses it and starts, like, snorting milk up her nose Which is, stuff. like, the most animated I've ever seen her doing, like, an interview. Yeah. She's she likes- always very, like, straight-faced, barely, like talking and stuff very deadpan so i made a comment on this youtube video months ago about how she spits in her water then drinks it and nobody mentioned it and i got 700 <laughs> oh likes. i noticed that <laughs> i didn't it's see that That's 700 funny, likes and 40 gross she oh, yeah, i didn't notice it's that disgusting early on yeah, she's of, like she's a lot of gross spit. she's a gross person yeah um but i'm also extremely attracted to her and her personality and i really enjoyed this video i do have one complaint which is about the hot one series I love the format and the idea. Like, that is a great idea. Let's interview them while they eat hotter and hotter stuff. I don't really like the host as an interviewer. Really? I think that he does his job well in this format because he holds it together pretty well. You know, things do get hotter, but he he's not leading the interview. Like, a lot, like Howard Stern will lead the interview, guide the guest, and then let them do the work. The guest kind of does their thing and he just keeps it together. Well, that's well, that's he what I don't like. He doesn't it's not conversational. Shia LaBeouf actually calls him out, like not to get ahead of ourselves, but he's like, Do you read this in front of a mirror before you do this? Because it totally sounds like he has all of his questions memorized. And no matter what the guest says, he's there's like no follow up. I think there's it's a lot of on to the too. next question. Yeah. And he sounds like very rehearsed. He's like so a lot of your films call for you to do great stunts. And what do you think about doing stunts? Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's very awkward to me. I think because of the factor that he's trying to just get them to answer real questions, whether they're good or not. Like, I don't think the point is to get the, the content as good as it is. It's how they react to the question, yeah. which is why they do the thing with Aubrey Plaza when they show like Instagram photos and stuff. Yeah. And like by the second half of each of these hot ones, it doesn't matter because the funniness, the humor is of right their reaction to the spice yeah but for the first half of them i find them to be a little bit boring because i'm not really engaged in the interview i like when they do the little tangents like explain your gram and stuff like that because i'm like oh okay yeah i I think the the first half does have a lot to do with uh the guests i don't think that obviously the show is not like focused on him whereas opposed to like uh wtf that's more that's mark maron it's just conversation conversation yeah yeah but um no, I like the format a lot, and I, I could... I don't want to say that, but... <laughs> Uh-oh. I think I know where that's going. <laughs> it's good. I like it. On to the, uh, the next video, which is uh, Binging with Babish and Maddie Matheson making a Krabby Patty. Yeah, I put a couple of Maddie Matheson episodes on here because I'm trying to get Dan to say yes. And, <laughs> and I love me some Maddie we're, Matheson. We're a huge fan of Maddie Matheson. It's supper time! And this was so good. And I, I don't even, honestly, I don't know who Binging with Babish is. Neither uh, do I. Another YouTuber I, mean, I, I want to get into and I want to talk you guys into him. I, I understand now because he's like has, oh, apparently he's, he's super very, famous he's on YouTube. He's very popular. Never yeah. even heard of him. Yeah. But this was a this was a challenge for um, Maddie and Alvin to make a Krabby Patty, Patty inspired burger. Yeah. Uh, Dan, why don't you? Yeah. So they went two sort of very different directions. 
um maddie matheson made like a shrimp patty like a shrimp double cake bon me big mac yeah and it looked really good and cilantro uh, yeah he's so <laughs> so canadian. Super canadian uh and alvin made um he just made like a basic cheeseburger but with a lot of like ocean japanese inspired a lot of toppings umami. yeah and like furikake and like um nori and stuff like that um i think maddie matheson's was better and did deserve to win based on looks and stuff right and he made everything himself and alvin's crew prepped it for him which yeah. i thought was very funny yeah and maddie just matheson like all, was ragging him all on, the on banter is just so funny i did like the phone call with the dude from the first from the right. first one that was it's an like, accident that's too. not a burger yeah. <laughs> i'm glad i put that in the same yeah, one. yeah. yeah. to me it's a burger it's yeah. a burger it looked yeah. like a burger it's it ate hard. like a burger yeah. it was looked delicious he um, ended up winning anyway yeah, and uh, there's just so many funny moments, but a lot of that has to do with Maddie Matheson, like stirring things and just sloshing things out of the bowl. The, thing, and, the knife breaking, yeah, he just, just farts so good. and they just don't edit it yeah. out. <laughs> They're like, who did that? Probably the guy who lifted his leg. <laughs> yeah, it was good. This this whole video was awesome. Yeah, and I actually made his bon me from his show. Uh huh. I remember. And that. it was it came out really good. Bomb, right? It was so good. Uh, then another hot ones episode, Shia Buff. I, I love this. So I put this on here because I hate Shia LaBeouf, like as a person and an actor. <laughs> I, I just don't like him. And then I watched this episode and I was like, oh. He doesn't seem as crazy as they like, want you to believe. I was like, I, yeah. th I think I fell for it. Yeah. he's Like he got me. He seems like kind of a cool dude, actually. Yeah. A lot of this was funny. And he was just like. It's pretty funny. There was a funny story of him and Tom Hardy filming a movie. And yeah. Like, and wrestling naked. Yeah. <laughs> he seems kind of like a trashy like bro dude, but also like kind of fun to hang out with. I love how he's talking to Sean about like, uh, Sean says that you're my first guest of this new season. He was like, you picked me last year. You got the fucking Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he seems like really genuine, which was which was kind it was of endearing. It, and like I put it on here because it was a good interview and they had a good conversation. Yeah. And, and you got to know more of Shia LaBeouf, which I never thought I ever wanted, <laughs> but I guess I needed it. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, it kind of seems like Shia LaBeouf's sort of coming into his own now after he had his kind of weird, like, I don't know, a couple of years. A few I think years he has ago. some addiction issues and some mental health issues. But yeah. I think deep down he's he's kind of an endearing guy. And like I said, Honey Boy looks really good. Yeah. And he was he he was more honest than I expected him to be with this yeah, whole challenge. Me too. And uh, yeah, it was just fun to watch. I like at the end when um, like he had been handling the spice pretty normally, like just doing a lot of wiping his face and stuff like that. And then when they went to go take the final pictures at the end of the episode, just out of nowhere, he just poured milk all over his hands and started washing his face with milk. <laughs> yeah. And no one expected it. Like the, the host like jumped out of the way so he didn't get splashed with milk. He's like, sorry, it's it's really hot. <laughs> the single tear dripping down too is fun. Oh, yeah. He's like, it's, it's getting real emotional. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was that was good. good. And the next episode... Um, the L.A. burger, late night burger spot. Yeah. Tommy's. Uh, yeah. This was okay. I didn't really care for like, I don't know. It's almost like they had so much more emphasis on the guests that were with him. Well, Ron Choi. I think that, that was his name. Roy Choi. Roy Choi. That's the dude who um, started, started Kogi. Yeah. And I've been there and it is it's incredible yeah he's it's like legit. the best tacos i've ever had in my life They're yeah insane. I, I knew about him and then some radio lady and yeah and that was her. fine but like i wanted to know more about the burger place i wanted to know how they make their burgers like well this was more about the culture which i think yeah. is important for food because like it is i'm i've been to la twice i'll probably never be there again and i'm upset that i didn't go there i didn't even know about this mm. place because it's chili and you know i'm a chili cheese dog guy <laughs> yeah i gotta have chili on the burgers but i i love how like 
chilies is default on the burgers i love how it's just, i love it's, it's, it's like concrete small, yeah they it, held it, it upside is. down and it didn't trip <laughs> <laughs> and and like the the green chilies that's like an la thing too yeah like those mm. are even at in and out and um I just like the whole vibe of it. It's just a small little stand, small little parking lot. You tailgate, you eat outside. It's just, it seemed really cool. And the food did look good too. And they have tamales there. I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. It was fun. It was a short video. Like the thing that I think about when I'm watching these YouTube series that you guys give me is um, it's so much more like on demand nature than even a standard TV show. Yeah. In other words, they stand alone. You look at the title. If the title's not something that interests you, you don't have to watch it. Mm-hmm. So even if I am talked into this series, this would probably not be something I would but watch. But you wouldn't know because maybe you're like, oh, let's check out what this hotspot is. No, because I would see like, like I just intrinsically don't care about LA. So I'd be like, whatever, I'll but, never go there. Okay. Yeah. But you also, so that's like, oh, I don't care about this place in Russia. So I'm not going to watch this documentary about food there or whatever. Yeah, you know probably what I mean? not. But we've seen Chef's Table. They did an episode in Russia. Did you watch that? Or you were like, oh, this is Russian? No, I don't want to watch Chef's Table. No, I don't know. I just like everything about the title, like late night burger. I don't know. Secret handshake. I don't know. It was fine. I just wasn't no, like super. But I would, you're not intrigued Jeff, by Jeff, please it. let me have negative things saying, to say. You can have negative things, but you're not intrigued by the burger? No. Okay. It's fine. But that there's was... a lot of chili burgers that you can get around here. <laughs> Sidetrack. Oh. Jeff, have you had In-N-Out? I have, yes. I wasn't a fan of it. Oh, uh, the first time I had it. It was after a long day working at a food show, and I ate a lot of food. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is better than Wendy's. Yeah. But like, yeah. I would probably agree with that. Um, The second time I had it, I liked it a little bit more, but yeah. it's still like, it's a good fast food place. So, like, comparable get... to Sonic? No, way better than Sonic. I think Sonic is like Sonic's, a good fast Sonic's food Sonic's trash. Place. <laughs> well, Wendy's is better than Sonic. Let's get real. I don't think so. Uh, the drinks at Sonic are good. No, it, I've only I, had it once. It, I had it in it, Vegas. It's in between. Did you get it animal style? I don't remember. You're I, a fool. Somebody, you, you go no, to, I didn't go. You go to go. Vegas, you don't get Animal Style? You've heard Animal go. Style your whole life and you don't get it? I didn't go. Somebody got me a burger from it, that. It's it's good. But, Has he heard of Animal Style? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know but but the thing, is. it's better than Wendy's and maybe as good or not as good as Five Guys. Would you say it's better than Rejuvenation? I like Five Guys better. I don't know what Rejuvenation is. Um, It's it's comparable to Shake Shack. Dan, you've had Shake Shack? Yeah. It's, it's Well, Shake it's Shack's like, pretty good. It's like that, but it's like it's still not the best burger. I mean, we're talking about have. burgers a lot here, folks. Well, we're, well, we're talking about burger burgers. Paul Rudd does a historic dab while eating spicy <laughs> cauliflower. Um, this is a relatively new episode. Yeah, and um, this is kind of the episode that made me want to have you guys or have Dan watch Hot Ones because I think this was phenomenal. I thought it was pretty funny. I really I good. laughed throughout the whole thing. He's charismatic. He's charming. <laughs> they have a great rapport together. Yeah. And they play off each other. He's asking him questions. They're just two guys hanging out. The best part was at the end when they were all like crying and they decide to do emotional oh my God. scene. I almost died about watching that. Making a basketball team. I thought that taking the pictures with his hands to make it look like there was a butt over celebrities, I, I physically cried during that because I was laughing so hard. I almost had an asthma attack. My wife was laughing. I'm laughing. Yeah, we're all just laughing and having funny. a good time. I'm like, wow, that was great. How can they get better than this? And then they do that scene, and it was just so funny. Yeah. And then at the end, like at the end of the scene, when they each drag their finger through all the hot sauces, and like <laughs> he's like, you're going to make that team. But, this was a good one. But that's really hot. They mix all the spices together. Yeah. yeah sauces I, I, together. Can we just say like... I would never even go on this show. Like I, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to get towards that in the Alton Brown okay. one because they talk more about it. Um, but yeah, that is a uh, spicy boy. 
So then we get to the burger show, which is the oh, this burgers. is the challenge, the stunt yeah, burger challenge. Yeah, where Maddie one. Matheson, Sean Evans, and then some other girl are uh, hosts for Alvin, and then some guy who's been on uh, Iron Chef or something. I could have sworn that was Seth Rogen. Oh yeah. no, that guy! I know that guy. I can't remember his name now, but I, I, I was um, like, Seth Rogen lost a lot of weight. I'm gonna pull up the video. It may start playing, even though you don't I have, have to. You. Oh, it's playing. You don't have. <laughs> to. I want to read his name. You don't have to do this. Oh, his name is Elon. Musk. Elon Hall. Okay, great. Um, Doesn't help anything here. It does because I've watched him on Top Chef and he hosted a really good cooking competition show called Knife Fight that was on the Esquire channel that doesn't exist anymore. All right, so a stunt burger, basically, because I never heard the term stunt burger. Neither have until I. Watching this, but, but as soon I, as they started describing it, is, yeah. it I'm basically like, oh, yeah. It for the when, gram. Yeah, when you go on Instagram or social media and they have a crazy burger, like, how can you fit 14 patties in your mouth? Well, you can't. It's just for a picture. Or like some crazy 24-karat gold topping. Yeah, yeah, so the point is, like, who can make the best stunt burger? And they were judging it based on... Like looks being over the top, over the yeah. Well, like is it grammable? Yeah. Does it taste good? And um, this dude, the top chef Elon guy, Hall. he made a bon me, yeah, recurring theme poutine burger. Yeah, is a French roll with braised pulled pork on it and just all the bon me fixins. And he made it for everything from scratch, and it looked incredible. Yeah. Well, it looked like it would be delicious. Yeah. Uh, not very stunty though. And then Alvin made a baseball, baseball burger, which is. Which- it was just like regular ground beef burgers stuffed with American cheese, onion laces on the outside, and then like a lot more Two cheese, grilled cheese, grilled cheese buns. Yeah. Um, it was more impressive, but I still don't think it was super stunty. It didn't seem big and crazy enough to me. People love melted cheese, dude. Yeah. They love it. And and that did end up winning. Um, They cut it in half. The cheese oozed out and everyone immediately went for their phones. So that. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much to say about this episode, but no. watching them build it was pretty cool. And just watching like the hosts were funny. And- I thought the the female host, I forget her name, was was funny because she just like laid it out. She was like, this one is definitely more like stunt stunt worthy but it it doesn't taste as good yeah and she's like this looks like jizz exploded (laughs) but sean evans was like yeah but i'm like a like a trash can and i loved it yeah Yeah. he did (laughs) um i love that she said that because so many times you got to imagine those stunt burgers in order to make them hold up to all that cheese and all that crap have to be like way overcooked and that's what that yeah yeah, exactly um i don't know would you eat either of those I would definitely order the Bon Mi poutine burger. Yeah, that looked um, good. I would never order the baseball burger, but if somebody's like, here, try this, I'd be like, all right, why not? Let's <laughs> what go about you, Jim? Do it. I would try both of them. Yeah. I think the Bon Mi one probably tastes good, but I don't think that really qualifies as a stunt burger. No, I mean, it is no. outrageous, but it looks like a crazy sandwich. You could almost picture burger. that being like a special at like Plan B Burger Bar. Yeah. yeah not so, being like that crazy. So I actually... Have you guys ever had a crazy stunt burger that you enjoyed or like just an over the top burger? I've actually had two. All right, let's hear it. You want to hear none of them. So yeah, do both. And then Jimmy will just (laughs) sit here like in Star Wars Rebels. Okay. So (laughs) one of them I had at a burger place outside Boston and I forget what it was called. It was something like the baller burger. And it was, um, it was like a custom steak grind, like filet. Mm -hmm. And so the beef was that it was basically like all over the top ingredients. It had a brioche bun it had um, foie gras. It had like um, like a red wine blueberry reduction sauce. It was just like crazy ingredients. I don't remember all the things. But then the other thing was, as I just referenced this this place near us, I think it's a local chain, Plan, Plan B, B Burger Bar. 
Um, they used to do Bacon Week once a year. Oh, I knew you were going to bring this I up. Knew I knew up. it because there's a story with me involved. <clears throat> yeah, so we went to it, and um, I don't remember the story with you. I don't know what you were getting at, but they, the stun burger that they were specializing in right then was called the, the Divine, Divine Swine. Swine. Yeah, I don't think you were with us, Jim, but I no, think your, I your mom was, though. Yes, yeah. And yeah. it was a burger patty made completely of ground bacon. Yep. Like they ground the well, raw Slater's bacon. Well, 50-50 in California does that too. I've been there and that's a good burger. That's half ground bacon, half beef right. though, right? I wouldn't call that a stunt burger. Yeah, this was stunty good. because it had the ground bacon. It had bacon on top. It had like fried ham. It was like four different kinds of bacon on one mm-hmm. burger. The same time we went to that plan B, I got a breakfast one. Mm-hmm. And it had a fried egg on it, and the yolk was very runny. And I had a beard down to my nippies, and I <laughs> took a bite out of it, and the yolk just ran down the entirety of my ten-inch long beard. And at that point, you just got to eat your burger. So it just the yolk <laughs> just sat there dripping while I ate this burger. Because if you let it go, it's just gonna do it again. Cute. Um, but I think that this reminded me when um, when Alvin made the grilled cheese buns. Yeah. This reminded me of a place that I went to in Atlanta called the Vortex. And they had the double bypass, triple bypass, and quadruple oh, no. bypass. And the burgers or the, the buns were grilled cheese. And then there was just like this extraordinary amount of meat, eggs, bacon, and they got more and more as you went up. That was like the stuntiest burger I've ever had. Mm. But probably not the best. Probably the best I had was at Black Tap in NYC. Because it like it looked good and it was tasty. It was just like a bison burger. Yeah. But it was pretty good. And they get crazy with their shit on the gram. <laughs> nice. So then we get to uh, Alton Brown, which is actually my pick. Yeah, this was one. this was the only video on this playlist I've never seen. Oh, really? And this was a good one. The best, I think. It was really good. Yeah. As far as the food goes, because what Hot Ones doesn't do that I wish it did was talk more about the chicken or yeah. like there's a lot of vegans that have like cauliflower. Yeah, Paul or, Rudd did cauliflower. Yeah. Um. So it's really, it's not about the chicken. It's not about the actual food. But they could the, talk more about the, the, the sauce. sauces. Gordon Ramsay did it a little bit, but Alton Brown was like getting- I think Guy Fieri did too. He was dissecting every single one. Yeah, that's and, why I like about this. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I thought he was a little arrogant, but that's part that's of his him, character. That's Because didn't you get in a fight with him on Twitter once? Oh, I did. <laughs> I can't even remember what that was, but now that you say it that, I did get something about his argument. book, and you like commented like a sarcastic joke, and he got back at you all fiery, and you were like mad at him. You're like, I'm never gonna watch your show again. You said it to me. Oh, I gotta go back through my tweets and find it was that now. Years ago. Yeah, that's weird. And they even bring up Twitter on this, which I thought was funny. But I did think he had a lot of good things to say, even about food. Like the the thing where he left the grocery store because he's upset about what people are buying. Okay, dude, yeah, get, over, get over it, Boomer. But some of the stuff that he was saying about like how regionality kind of ruins the food, I was, was like, smart. that's so true because New York pizza, that's what it is. Like, people yeah. are like, let's go to New York and get a slice and then go to like this crappy dollar slice that's like garbage pizza. Yeah, like, the wow. famous bit from The Office yeah. where he goes to Sparrow's. <laughs> so bad. But yeah, and I, I like how he was just rearranging the sauces. Yeah, that's yeah, like, Oh, this them. is good. He just like threw one out. I like uh see because i've done this and it comes off as super pretentious but i think it's actually a fun thing to do is like test your palate and try to figure out ingredients just by taste yeah he was doing really well yeah. too. He's yeah. like, oh there's a hint of cardamom yeah <laughs> he's like oh I, see you're smart to come in with a really strong hit of ginger that's oh, the yeah. type of food nerddom that i really respect yeah i really like that and a, a recurring thing on here one that i've seen on a lot of the shows is that hot sauce the bomb <laughs> at my last job we sold a lot of hot sauces got a lot of hot sauce samples so i've had a lot of these and he said exactly what I wish everybody else said was that it has the heat, but it has no flavor and it's yeah. garbage. Yeah. And it's just so bad. I've had hot sauces like that. Yeah. And that's that's what half of them are. Yeah. And and I like how he's like, oh, this one, 
you know, this one, it's, it lacks spice. It's just, it makes up for it in vinegar. And he had an extremely high tolerance. Like, I don't think he was he really didn't feeling blink it. once, and <laughs> I was so impressed by that. Yeah. It, it was so great. I loved this episode of Hot One. He's on, like, the seventh or eighth bottle, and he's like, when do they start getting spicy? Dude, then he just <laughs> yeah. takes a swig out of one that's, yeah. like, high up there. I was like, what? He's like... Yeah, this so, was a really good episode. I enjoyed it. So highly. I've I've been to food shows like as I've referenced and rest reference. <laughs> reference. And there's like you try a lot of stuff. And there was this one I went to in uh Anaheim and they had like everything by category. So there's like a hot sauce aisle. And just like I went with coworkers and I got assigned to like the section that we were going through looking for products. And everyone has samples. So they give you like little spoons or little things to dip in the hot sauces. So I just keep eating hot sauce. I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be a bad night for me. (laughs) And like, some of them are really gross, but some of them are so incredible. I'm like, this is like the most tasty thing ever. Why do people take, (laughs) like, why do they eat bad hot sauce when there's so much good ones? But then like after a while you just, you're uh, okay. I'm done. I I can't take any more heat, but he, (laughs) even he was just like going with it. Do you guys have a favorite wing or a favorite hot sauce? Oh no! In honor of hot one, hot ones. Yeah, my yeah. my favorite wings are probably Archie Moore's, which is oh yeah, I just uh, went there the other night. Yeah, That's Archie's some, is really good. Just some, the traditional buffalo wing. Yeah, traditional. Buffalo. When I started going there, it's a small chain in Connecticut. When I started going there, they only had buffalo, mm-hmm. buffalo or barbecue. And now I went last week and they had a chipotle peach, and I was mm-hmm. like, yes, I would have those, please. TK's and Danbury is also very TK's good. TK's is one of my favorites. I go there on my birthday, and you get as yeah. many wings as years old you are. And Jeff they don't goes, do that anymore. What? They, they don't because I went for my birthday. Me and my mom yeah. had the same birthday. Fun was, fact. And two years we so went. They can get a lot of wings. Yeah. So <laughs> when I turned whatever years old, basically our ages added up to 100. And we yeah. we didn't eat 100, but they were like, oh, wow, that's a lot. We went this last year and they just give you 10 free. Yeah, well, it's it's a ten dollar value, but I wouldn't have driven that far to go. They are really amazing wings, though. They Damn. are very good. So I'm not a huge wing guy, as you guys know. I can tolerate like an average level of spice. I'm not uh, like seeking out spicier and spicier foods. Mm. I like like mid level spice, um, but I don't really enjoy the flavor of buffalo sauce that much. Like it's okay. I don't crave but there's it. A billion other flavors. Yeah. So I was gonna go with um like a different flavor like a garlic parmesan or a sweet thai chili something like that but i guess like if i want to be traditional there is one traditional buffalo wing that i do like a lot um hooters no i've only been there a couple of times because again it's not something i seek out but um there's a place in plainville called j timothy's you're gonna say it that does the dirty fried wings which you see some places yeah where they fry them sauce them then refry them and resauce them we were supposed to go there one time we never went back yeah they are always really busy um but so I like that. There was another place locally uh, that Jimmy knows of a pizza place in Middlebury um, with like that's, an Irish name. I forget. Weird. It sounds like they're probably not good and it's just nostalgic. They're out of business you. now. <laughs> but um, Oh, um, the Blarney Stone? Yeah. They and, have very good wings. Yeah. So they're out of business, but they used to double like dirty fry their wings too. And I, yep. I just always like that method. I think you get like a really nice crispy caramelized coating of sauce. So since you guys took all of my my choices, which I actually (laughs) wrote down, there is one more. It's a little bit of a cheat. Um, 
Dan and I, for New York Comic Con one year, we took the subway to Brooklyn. And I don't remember the name of the place, but Dan was like, let's go there because the girls from Broad City go there sometimes. This is like during <laughs> the first season. Oh, yeah, was they it? had been there. Yeah. But what I mainly knew it was it's the restaurant of Justin Warner, who is a Food Network personality. Okay. And the place was called Do or Dine. And it has since closed almost immediately after we went there. <laughs> but they had frog legs and yep. Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. Ooh, and it was interesting. very interesting. It was, Swamp wings, they called them. Oh, it was, it was very good. Um, Those yeah. were up there with some of the best I've ever had. Yeah, and it's not exactly wings, but like they're served. I mean, as wings. frog legs it, it are was. pretty much wings. It <laughs> was. Uh, so hot sauce, Jeff, you go first. Now we'll reverse the order. So uh, one of the best hot sauces that I've tried was at. So my last job, we were reselling stuff on Amazon, and we would always try to like get people to sell to us. But some people are iffy about it. So I opened an account with this company called Yellowbird. It was a small hot sauce company, and a lot of times I would be like. Oh, hey, if you want to send samples, here's where to send them. But then they were like, we're not selling to Amazon. You're a bozo. And I was like, oh, but I really want to try your hot sauce. So then when I was at a show, I saw them and I tried their sauces. And like the the owner guy who like made all the recipes was like, hey, we have these three sauces, but I'm working on this fourth one. It's ghost pepper. Would you like to try it with me? And I was like, no, because I just had 50 hot sauce and I don't feel good, but I would like to try your other ones. And all three that I tried were amazing it was like the best most delicious flavorful hot sauce ever and it had this this sting that stayed with you but wasn't overpowering and a lot of hot sauces they just go for the scovilles just like wow this is the hottest thing ever and they're just using either like you know concentrated capsaicin or whatever it's called yeah um and it's just like vinegar and it's gross but this was like you can taste the peppers you can taste the freshness and it was delicious what's the brand yellowbird and there's there were three different flavors at the time this was two three years ago so i think i think he finally released the ghost pepper one which i haven't tried so i'll go next because it looks like jimmy's still thinking yeah i don't really have any specifics but jeff you kind of described what i like i like something that that's that's not super hot but it, it does have a right a high heat and it it does tingle but it's not like overwhelming so i'm sort of a traditionalist like i always keep like just a bottle of tabasco yeah like that's, that's what fine. i cook with a lot but i will that's say just like for heat though i don't use that for flavor yeah so yeah one flavor component that i really love in hot sauce or just any sort of spice is i like to mix smoke in with it like okay. smokiness so i use a lot of harissa which is like a smoked pepper paste harissa is great um so when i started thinking about that the first thing that jumped to mind and and this is like really local so it's not really going to affect many people who listen to this podcast but there's a Middle Eastern place called Mamoons in New Haven. Yeah. Um, There's that also, also one has a in location New in New York City. Famously right next to the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. And uh, Mamoons makes and sells their own hot sauce, which is, I don't know what's in it, but it's got a really strong smoky flavor. It reminds me of sort of like a thinned out harissa. They also warn people when they get it because it's very hot. Well, the thing I like about it is it's... um. And like I said, I like an average level of heat, but I can actually enjoy this because it's not what I would call like nasal heat, like front Mm -hmm. heat, which is what I don't like. I don't like wasabi and horseradish that much. Everything that's at the front of your nose and tongue, this is like a back heat. So like you swallow it and you're like, oh, this is fine. And then you're like, like it's on Mm. the back of your tongue and your throat. Yeah. It's it's that sort of like chipotle flavor. Right. It's it's what happens when you smoke and cook these peppers. So yeah, I really like that Mamoon's hot sauce. I think for flavor that I'll that, have to try that. That's a really for good For flavor topping. instead of just Tabasco, I use this brand called Melinda's. It's a habanero garlic and it has the heat of Tabasco, but it's just a little bit more flavorful. Yeah. And um 
the last dab they actually sell and a guy i work with brought it in one day and we tried it and well, yeah it's hot like you only want to use a little bit but it is actually very flavorful because alton brown yeah. says how their sauces are actually good yeah yeah and, i was interested like, i want to try their it's middle very one. it's very pasty so yeah. you don't want to like eat a lot of it it's thick yeah and i accidentally swallowed a glob oh, like, it just no. went to the back of my throat and it it hurt really bad yeah there's one of their mid-level ones i forget what it's called but that's something the one that about the sunshine or whatever yeah that i would like to try well a lot of the ones like fruit flavors are really good because they incorporate the sweetness yeah and yeah, you get the sweet and there's this like a citrus pineapple blend right. so then we get to the last video which i actually had not seen i put this on here because it's a new series on hot ones uh called gochi gang and it's about japanese food so i was like i love japanese food let's hmm. throw this on here without seeing it because they're only two or three episodes in yeah, so the first part of it was them exploring Japanese street food. Yeah, um, which in is, a Japanese food mall in Brooklyn. Like, let's go. Yeah, I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> Neither did I. But it looks really good. Um, I've only tried a couple of these things, like um, uh, takoyaki and... Um, Yakisoba. The, yeah, I've tried that. And the katsu, katsuyaki or whatever it yeah. was with the katsu pork. And yeah, I'm like all in on that stuff like crispy crunchy golden delicious yeah. street food sounds really good to me mm-hmm. um i liked this format like i thought it would have been a little cooler if it was a little longer if they'd filled the whole video with mm-hmm. just the street food because I, I don't like the host yeah it was She's, okay she bothers me i don't know why i couldn't really tell who the host was there was like so many people i think it was talking the, at once the Raina girl yeah um but it was enjoyable i really liked the second half though where they're at the grocery store exploring candy. like Japanese candy yeah. and sweets and stuff. I like that part too. Dude, the flavored Kit Kats always intrigued me. Yeah. And then too. like they release a pumpkin one here uh-huh. in the United States of America and it was gross. And then I was like, oh <laughs> man, the other ones are probably bad too. Yeah. Um, I just find this intriguing because I've been inside Asian supermarkets and a lot of it is like just a mystery to me yeah you don't know what it is or what these ingredients are but they're probably amazing but like i've seen these pockies that they talk about those are in like targets and stuff too. yeah i haven't gotten them though because i wasn't really sure what it was like it's and it's now like i'm like it's like a little cookie with chocolate chocolate yeah, on it all the little anime boys and girls love them yeah and they like isn't there like a game jimmy you would probably know this there's, <laughs> I like, have a, no there's idea. like a kissing game involving them i have no idea. i don't know what it is it was after my time Nobody wants to As kiss Jimmy. We heard about that. He's drunk and <laughs> wants people to kiss him. He's true. Is the game you bribe people with pockies? You're like, hey, have a chocolate <laughs> cookie you? for a kiss. I'll have to do that at the next party. Yeah. Jimmy, what do you think about this video? I thought it was interesting. I mean, I'm not huge into Japanese food. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's, I, it's so... Expand my horizons. You remember when we took him to York Street Noodle House? I don't eat Asian food. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, I love Chinese food now. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a cool video. I, I, I like... I like videos like this where they're exploring different areas and they're trying different foods. And Are um, there anything that you saw either in the sweets or the street food section that you would really want to try or definitely would not try? Uh, a lot of the street foods I probably wouldn't try because I'm not huge into like seafood. And I know some of them had like octopus and stuff in yeah. them. Yeah, that looks so good. Um, but uh, a lot of the candy did look good. Jeff um, just got so excited. He said, that's so good and smashed his arm into the table. <laughs> I went to scratch my arm and my nothing so hit the table. <laughs> No, a lot of the candy did look good. Like you said, I want to try the different flavored Kit Kats and yeah. stuff. That, um, uh, what's the green tea one? The green tea Kit Kat? Yep. Looked repugnant. Yeah, I've had She's some like, green tea Oh, candy. it's quite it bitter. <laughs> um, do you guys have a favorite Japanese like snack or treat or dessert? Mm. I have purchased a few times um, 
this dried like roasted nori sheets okay and they come in different flavors and there's like a chili lime nori yeah. that's really good it's kind of unyieldy to eat as a snack food because they're in whole sheets so you have to like sort of tear them into chunks mm-hmm. and um let's just say like you're not the most popular guy at work if you're getting seaweed everywhere people are like <laughs> what are you eating what's green all over you yeah my favorite but it's enjoyable it's my a- favorite is uh a brand called nora nora and it's seaweed but tempura fried yeah you're supposed to give me a bag of this and I that was a it. different brand that wasn't as good as nora uh, <laughs> but this was oh my god it's so it's so amazing i buy them on amazon overpriced because they're so good but yeah there was there was another brand that dan saw and he forgot a bag at my house so i, I ate it so jimmy nothing jeff and i are seaweed studs <laughs> what are you into that <laughs> <laughs> really got jeff you like that jeff that was good. Yeah, I, I don't really have anything. I'm, I'm trying to, like, ramen. Ramen's good. It's, yeah. not, not, it's not a dessert or snack. Or like cup of noodle ramen, those types? <laughs> no, I, I've been really starting to get into, like, good ramen places, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too, as well. Sweet. Let's go get ramen. All right. Oh. You want to? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broke. Yeah. I'm, I'm having sloppy joes for dinner. Mm. Cool. All right, so uh, Dan, any overall thoughts on these wildly different subjects that we covered today? Um, positives. Um, I like the subject matter. I like food things, cooking things, stuff like that. Negatives. What? I thought some of the the hosts were like not the greatest in the world. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. That's where I stand. I liked it. It was fun. All right. Well, Jimmy, anything you want to? Say to convince them, I th- I think we have an answer, but you know I, we're trying to sti- so we're trying too. to stick to format. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think that if you, if you like, um, obviously uh, all I really knew from this channel was uh was Hot Ones. So, I mean, with Hot Ones, you get what you get with the celebrity that you're watching. Like I've only watched ones where like they're people that I know. So like the Guy Fieri one was really good. Um, I really like the uh, Rhett and Link had an episode. Another mm. um some um yeah those are good points like you know there was a weird al one there's a tenacious d one there's a lot of people i like that i didn't put on here because like even though i like them i think that this playlist was better also um, introduce people to i think with this too is that it might actually open you up to other youtube food people because like binging with babish you guys don't know about i know of him but i know that he's like a huge popular youtube guy if you watch this and you're like hey i really like him as a host or whatever. He didn't look that huge next to Maddie Matheson and Alvin. No, but Jimmy, he looked were, quite small. Were you aware of Maddie Matheson before this? I knew him from Vice. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah but I like some people Matt. don't. So they yeah. they bring people in from other shows, and now like Maddie Matheson has his own YouTube channel because yeah. his Vice show is gone, and that's actually really good too. So like, how many times in one episode can we say that was a good show on Vice that doesn't exist anymore? Poor <laughs> uh, Vice. I'll talk to you. How many about Action Bronson uh... and Tyler the Creator shows can <laughs> they cancel? <laughs> Let us count the ways. I'll talk to you guys about Vice after the show. But huh. um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, this could expose you to more YouTube stuff. I mean, like you said before, you cut the cable. Yeah, it's gone now. So you got to find your Food Network that, stuff elsewhere. That's that's my final push. Like you like food. You like the topics. You like a lot of the personalities and you don't have cable anymore. And I think that rather than keep on Barefoot Contessa in the background, put on an episode of Hot Ones of somebody you don't know. Like, I don't like Shia LaBeouf. I watched the episode and I enjoyed it. Like, there's people on there like, you know, some mumble rappers and shit that I've never seen. I might just mm-hmm. put it on to see, like, how can this guy fill a half hour while I'm like Eric doing, Andre one while I'm doing another project. 
Yeah, you probably don't need to sell this that hard. I know, but we have to we have to fill time for our sponsors. Okay, which <laughs> our are, sponsors, which are nobody. Dan, did Jimmy and I talk you into first we feast? No. What? Wow. Where's the Yeah, yes. you did. Yes, there I was about it is. to say. Seaweed studs. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I loved it. I've already been watching some more. Nice. What have you watched so far? I don't remember. Okay. I, wa- I watched like two I watched like two more hot ones cuz like one time I clicked like I had started on my phone and then when I got home I like clicked continue watching and I didn't realize that it wouldn't continue the playlist. It would just go to the next hot ones. Yeah. So I watched a few more before I was like, I don't think they would give me this many hot ones in a row. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. It was really good. I, I definitely want to watch more of the burger stuff. Um, there's some good stuff on there. Like the thing I like about that is that like there's there's an episode that he goes to a New York place with Adam Richman. You know, yeah. so they bring in these people you yeah. know. They go to different places. They actually make burgers. So there's even on the burger show, there's different formats. You also kind of talked me inadvertently into Maddie Matheson's cooking show because I haven't checked it out yet, but I'm definitely <laughs> gonna because as you so eloquently put, it's like the Vice show but with swearing. Yeah, it's and it's crazier because there's like probably less interference from the channel yeah and it's literally just him going bonkers yeah. yeah just rambling on and on and it's it's amazing so yeah i'm looking forward to watching more of this you guys hit it right on the head i don't have food network anymore so i got to get my fix somewhere so it's going to be from youtube <laughs> that's awesome man youtube Great. cooking dan yeah what are you talking us into next week <laughs> I purposely I threw to you because I knew happen. he wasn't going to know. Because I know there were two topics, and he changed one of them to another <laughs> one, and I know both of them. And I'm just waiting as he frantically goes in his phone. I'm not cutting this out, so nope. you got to do it. And quick. he's pulling up the template, probably that we have our little <laughs> spreadsheet next week. <laughs> I'm talking you guys into what we thought was an HBO miniseries, much like Big Little Lies. It is coming back in a strange way as a sequel with a sequel. Hmm. I'm talking you into an HBO series called The Young Pope. Mm-hmm. I ain't even heard of that except for when you asked me if I saw it. It <laughs> is a really good show. Is it? It's about uh, the death of a pope and the appointing of a new pope who is, wait for it, young. Whoa. <laughs> they usually aren't. The last two in my lifetime that were appointed were old. Yeah, he's young and charismatic and cool, and he is played by a very famous actor <laughs> named Jude Law. He is so prepared. I have I have pages printed out all the information I need. We have spreadsheets digitally. And Dan I forgot like, this was coming up next. I do think that you know. Okay, will so let's get into like it. it. It's about the controversy surrounding a young, charismatic new pope who has unorthodox ideas oh, about. Oh, now they're going to the be office. stuck with him for a while, huh? That's if the idea. So time. it's Jude Law. Um, the inadvertent tagline that was given to this series by Twitter is, "The young pope, this pope fucks." <laughs> sorry jim but uh i love how every time is said it's followed by a sorry jim so uh yeah it had a really funny does that happen in your personal life too <laughs> oh, yeah. after a there's a sorry jim yep. um it had a really funny like meme world to it uh it took off online it's a fun show it's good it's prestige it's dark at some points 
Um, it's prestige but is it cultural zeitgeisty? It's in the cultural zeitgeist right now because as our episode airs, it is the week that the follow-up series, which is called The New Pope. The Younger Pope. The New Pope. Oh. And so this doesn't have anything to do with the two popes, right? It doesn't, which got very confusing. And and not, it doesn't me. have anything to do with the Screaming Popes, which no. was a painting series. The New Pope is going to be debuting uh, January 13th. And Ooh, day before my birthday. They're bringing in some very strange actors into the series to join Jude Law. It's co-starring John Malkovich and also has strong appearances by Marilyn Manson. Strangely. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Wow. So, so I'm excited by it. Um, that would have been really funny in like 1998. <laughs> Marilyn Manson in a Pope show. But this first season is really good so i want you guys to get into it i'll tell you next week how many to watch it'll be in the show notes check it out it's knowing on hbo. dan will probably be all the episodes twice yeah <laughs> it's on hbo hbo now hbo go all that good stuff check out the young pope in the meantime jimmy where can people find us online they can find us online at talk me into talk me into on facebook and if you feel so inclined you can send us an email talk me into at gmail.com and if you want to support your boys, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash talk me into. We have three different tiers, $1 tier, $3 tier, and $5 tier. You can support us in different ways doing that, and you get some stuff in return. We have a show that we haven't done yet called Talk You Into. Uh, we have uh, uh, videos, our, our Cook With Us videos. And we have some old episodes, mini episodes of our old show and new show. There is a new mini episode that's either dropping now or just dropped. Where we talk about Billy Eilish. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got to edit that. Yeah, you sure do. But you have three weeks, so get <laughs> yeah. on it, James. <laughs> and uh, our $1 tiers are um, just some cool stuff that we're going to add to that. Smiles. We send you <laughs> smiles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but personally, you can find me at Son of a Fitch, S O N N A V A F I T C H. And I'm also going to plug my Twitch page. Whoa! Uh, yeah. The talk me into bomb being dropped. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash son of a fitch. You can find me playing some video games. I'm going to start doing that. So uh, hope you see me do that and follow me and uh, watch your boy play some games. Jeff, where can people find you on? You can find me on camsoda.com slash Jeff. <laughs> No, oh, you can't. Boy. My free cams. <laughs> uh, Instagram at large heart on collider. Twitter at J E F F F F F two seven. Jeff with five F's. The number twenty seven. Dan. Can people find you on Twitter too? No, I'm hidden. <gasps> but if you look for Danny underscore breakdown, you might just find me. Great. <laughs> Thank you for listening to talk me into. What will we talk you into next? Benedict the sixteenth. Yeah, dude. 14th? I don't know. Who cares? He old. Huh? Eh? Bring us in when you are ready. Pretty easy instructions. <laughs> I should bring up the video so I know what you guys are talking about. You guys are not giving about. me enough time to eat my f***ing trail mix. Oh, here's another f***ing 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeet. 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 Yeet yeets. I'm going to yeet those fucking nuts out of here. <laughs> I just learned what that word meant like Dad. a week ago. Yeah, it's because we're white and old. My niece taught me. <laughs> you are old. She said you have to say it like, yeet. Yeah, yeet. Oh, I didn't know that. I've only seen it written. Hmm. Now you know. <laughs>
Do you know what the the origin is? No. It's from Vine. It was this girl. All of a sudden, she's like walking through a classroom. She throws something. I don't remember what it was, but she was like, "Yay!" And she just threw something in the in the, like the hallway. That's cool. it. Look at all those. Chickens. Now it's a meme. <laughs>